Welcome to the Boosting Business Breakthroughs podcast, where coaches gain the confidence, motivation, and expertise to make their next business breakthrough. I am your host, Lori Young, certified master marketer, business growth coach, and all-around truth teller. Breakthroughs can come with flashes of absolute clarity, sudden shifts in mindset, learning new skills, changes in habits, or anything else that changes the course of your coaching business. So if you're ready to be inspired and break through to your next level of growth, let's go. Okay, so welcome to episode two. I am so excited because today is our first interview style podcast. First one was just me by myself, and I can definitely say that I am much more excited for this because I feel like this type of uh, podcast episode is a lot easier to to record. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about mastering your visibility. Now, visibility is the cornerstone of any marketing plan, and it doesn't matter if you are a new coach or if you are a coach that's been around for a while Mastering your visibility is so key and so important if you want to build your business brand. It, whether it's your personal brand, your business brand, visibility is right there, up there. So I am excited because I have the queen of visibility uh, with me, <laughs> for sure. But I want to do a formal intro- uh, introduction of Susan Barber. She is an author, a podcast host value and be seen for their true talent. Susan is married with three children and lives in the Chicago area. So welcome, Sue. Thank you so, so much for being on the show today. And why don't we just start out because I'm really curious, how did you go from being a corporate IT director to a visibility coach? Well, I'm thrilled to be here, Laurie. I'm excited to be episode number two for your new podcast. So thank you for having me. Uh Uh, It was actually a a little bit of a situation with my company. They decided to merge. And when that happened, I had already been getting my coaching certification at night, thinking it was a good plan B for the future. Mm -hmm. And that just had to get accelerated a little bit. I knew the culture of the company was going to change a bit from where I really wanted to be. And so I thought, okay, (laughs) it's time. Maybe we should consider leaving. We've been there a long time, Mm -hmm. which is scary. Uh, I think for anybody who's been at a company for a really long time, it's hard to leave. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I thought, what's the hardest thing I could do? What's the most scary? And that was to start my own business. And Mm -hmm. I really wanted to help people learn how to be visible, be great leaders, and learn some of those lessons that, you know, it took me a little bit longer to learn. I wanted them to learn them faster and accelerate their progress and really leverage their potential. And that starts with visibility. You have to mm-hmm. be out there and talking about the things that you're doing. Yeah. So a little bit of uh, background for those of you that are listening. Uh, Sue and I have been working together for, oh my gosh, maybe almost five years. It's been a while. Yeah. And uh, so I, we handle her content uh, marketing plan. And I can definitely say I have seen Sue's transformation over the last five years from just being a coach, an executive leadership coach to literally being the visibility coach. Like that is what you are known for. Your podcast is all about being visible. Your book is all about being visible. Like, tell me 
why visibility? Like, what is it about that that just makes you show up every day and want to help more leaders become visible? Well, it was definitely a challenge that I had in corporate. I thought I was being visible and then I kind of got the tap on the shoulder that said, hey, you're great, but you're not being as visible as you should be. Mm. And I realized that I was dealing with a lot of imposter syndrome. I ah. was working in IT, mm -hmm. but did not have an IT degree or a lot of experience in IT, but I was, I felt like I was doing great, okay. <laughs> but I just wasn't, uh, I wasn't willing to put myself out there further. And that was because I was afraid that, you know, I might fail. Right. And so being able to sit at the table with executives, being able to, you know, make sure I'm doing the best things for my team. I just I don't know. I was hiding. And so right. I didn't really realize that until someone told me, because before that moment, I was considered a top talent. I was thinking I was getting promoted. I had mm -hmm. all of these envisions of what was going to happen. So, you know, I had to set off on this journey to learn how to do it for myself. Mm -hmm. And I taught my team and I taught people that I mentored. And then when I left the company, it actually showed up again. Uh, and I thought, oh, wow, I don't know how to run a business. I've never done right. this before. I've never mm -hmm. been a coach before. So all of that showed up again. And I was not expecting that. I thought, I've already figured this out. And so uh, I stayed home and I wrote, you know, did all the things to build a website. And I made business cards and I spent time figuring out the name of my company all the things that don't get you a client. Right, <laughs> so, right. you know, in my head, I thought you have to be credible. You have to do all those things. But I realized that that was just another form of hiding. And mm -hmm. so the more I put myself out there, I started getting on podcasts as a guest. I started to work on my book. I started to do things that really pushed me out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And the more I did that, the real I realized it's not as scary as it seems. Uh, it just feels scary before you do it. So it's the thinking behind doing some of these things that holds you back. Uh, actually doing them is probably not as scary at mm -hmm. all. Right. So... So you're on a kind of a mission to help people overcome a lot of the fears that you had and belief systems that you were uh, living by, not knowing it and helping them to get out there and shine, shine their light. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. And what's interesting about, you know, being in, in the world of entrepreneurship is, and I kind of use this analogy, I hope it resonates for the listeners, but I thought of myself as a coach who had to have a business. Okay. I didn't think of myself as a CEO of my business. Right. And there is a very different mindset when mm -hmm. you think about yourself that way. And it just, it took me a, probably three or four years before I really thought that way. I just only focused on, well, I'm a coach, I'm a coach, not that I'm a leader of this business and really where right. I want it to go. So it's a definite mindset shift that I think all people have to make and my identity was tied so much to my former company right. that I had to learn how to reestablish an identity for myself of people wanting to work with me and why they would want to work with me and, you know, talk mm -hmm. about the value proposition that you have. So all of those were big pieces for me that I had to work through and, and really start showing up in a bigger way. Speaking of like value proposition, I, you know, I'm always talking to my clients about, you know, what is your uh, unique selling proposition, right? Because this is, you know, there are, I don't even know how many coaches are out there. Uh, there's uh, God, many, knows how many, many, many. Coaches, God knows how many digital <laughs> marketers, God knows how many doctors, God knows, I mean, there's so many of everything. It's a very, very noisy world. 
tell me something that you feel is like unique about you that makes you like stand out and gives you like an edge as a coach. Hmm. You know, I, when I speak at companies, when I coach people, one of the things that a lot of people say about me is that I'm very vulnerable mm. and I'm willing to be open and share the stuff that I, you know, maybe other people wouldn't be super proud of. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I try to be as genuine and authentic as I can. And it took me a long time to be that vulnerable. And so it's really, I'm happy to hear that now because I definitely wore my corporate suit of armor for a really long time. Right. And I knew that the book wouldn't be as great if I didn't start finding ways to talk about those things that didn't go so well and that mm -hmm. I wanted people to learn from and, and what I learned from those things. So vulnerability, I think, is something that a lot of people will shy away from because they probably feel like it's going to make me not look as credible, maybe not as a person that someone might want to work with. But I have right. found it to be the thing that people come to me because of that. Right. And, and I'm really happy about that because I think I want to be that person for them. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that makes you human, right? It's like, oh, wow, she's not just like this, you know, visibility coach that has mastered visibility and she's out here, you know, you know, the expert and like, you know, it's like people can say she's a real human being. She, mm -hmm. you know, struggled before, probably struggles today. She can relate to me. I can talk to her because she understands that to me, it, it I think is a huge unique selling point is to mm -hmm. be vulnerable, to be authentic and to be able to relate to human beings because in the end, people want to work with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't want to work with somebody who's not the same person that you saw online. Right. You know, and I think that is what most people say. Oh, you're, you're just like, you know, I envisioned you to be when I watched you on videos or it's just mm -hmm. like you're talking when I read your posts. And that's what I would want them to say. You know, I would Absolutely. never want them to say like, you sound like somebody else. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Not good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, the whole premise of this show is boosting business breakthroughs. And, you know, for me, breakthroughs come in so many sizes, so many shapes. It comes from like, there's just so many different things that can create a breakthrough for you. So mm -hmm. what I want to ask you is tell me about a business breakthrough that you've had. It, it could be a mindset thing. It could be something that you decided to do differently, whatever. And just tell me about that and how it changed the course of your business. Well, it's interesting because it, it relates to you in some ways, uh, because, you know, when we first started working together, I didn't have a book. I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have all the things I have now. And we started putting out content because I wrote a blog every day for mm -hmm. you know, many, many, many months. And we would write that blog and put that out. But then we put other content out by other people. Mm -hmm. And that oh, worked yeah, I because that. I, I didn't have anything else. But it took until somebody was saying, well, it's just really great that you're putting all this stuff out there, but I, you know, I haven't seen your videos. I haven't seen your picture. I haven't seen, I was again hiding. Mm -hmm. And it took me that moment of, okay, if you want people to know about you, you have to be out there. So that's when we made that switch to say everything that goes out there for the most part, you maybe 99% is from me, mm -hmm. my words, my quotes, my 
pictures, my video, all of that stuff changed. And I feel like it just elevated the brand of what I was trying to build. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like it built that, you know, no like and trust with people mm -hmm. because they could see me, hear from me, all of those things that, you know, we were trying to get to. I just wasn't quite ready in the beginning. And uh, I wanted to have my thought leadership out there, but putting a video out there or a picture of me just seems so scary. <laughs> if I think back on it now, it's no big deal. But right at that moment, that's where I was. So right. this is so, an evolution. Mm -hmm. So I think it's consistency, intentionality behind what you're trying to build and know that you don't have to get there overnight. Yes. That, you know, me writing all these blogs has been so tremendously helpful. Mm -hmm. You know, I can repurpose things. I can, you know, update them. I can use those for podcasts. I can use those for, you know, a future book. There's so many things you can do with it. So if you're someone who can put out a lot of content, just know that you have to also do video and your picture and, and be consistent. Right. Right. Yes. So now you have, it's like, like I said, I have seen the evolution myself and now there's, you know, as someone, as a team that's, you know, a hand, you know, helping you with your uh, repurposing of your content, there's so much to repurpose from now, you know, not just the blogs, but your book, your podcast, your videos, like mm -hmm. there's everything like you are out there now, you mm -hmm. are visible. So it makes <laughs> it a sure. lot easier to, okay. to help you and to maintain that consistency. And, and, you know, and that's, that's the one thing I want to say about you as well is you have done an amazing job at being consistent. Like it's consistently writing a blog. Uh, it's consistently posting on social media three times a week. It's consistently doing your, your podcast. It's consistency. And a lot of times I see coaches giving up. They'll try, you know, social media or videos or whatever for a couple of months. They're not getting the immediate visibility or the sales that they're wanting. And mm -hmm. so they give up or it becomes difficult and they give up. And visibility is one of those things that it's ongoing. Like I've been writing blogs for years and yes, people find me from my blogs, but I've been writing them for years. If I had written blogs for a couple of months, nobody's yeah. finding my blogs. No, especially now. I mean, there's so many people out there, you know, when, when I first started with you, probably a lot less people than there are now, you know, oh, they didn't yes. have their own businesses. They didn't have podcasts as many podcasts that were out there either. So there's all of this stuff now that's kind of in the way, right? If you mm -hmm. want to stand out, you have to find a way. And I've had people even look at my social media and, you know, they always say the best things about what you guys are doing because it's consistent. It's my brand. It's my colors. It's, it's very consistent. And anyone who looks at it can see what the topic is that I talk about, what are the things I care about? And, you know, all of those things are coming through the consistency, not only of what I'm doing, but I think what, what you guys are doing as well to help other people see that same thing, no matter what kind of content I'm putting out there, it's very consistent. Right. But I think what is important to know is it's your voice. Mm -hmm. You've worked on having a voice in in this marketplace through your book through your podcast through videos through blogging through it's like you have a voice yeah so let's talk about just this whole notion of mastering your visibility uh let's talk about maybe it's a new person a new entrepreneur a new coach 
that is out there and they don't know much about marketing. They don't know much about building a brand or building a visibility, you know, visibility. Where would they start? I think you kind of go to your strengths. So I don't know that I knew I was uh, someone who could write, uh, but Mm -hmm. I tried it, right? I think you have to experiment a little bit. So maybe you're somebody who's good at video. Maybe you're somebody who's good at speaking, somebody who is good at writing, whatever you feel like your strengths are, I would start Mm -hmm. there because Mm -hmm. it's much easier to be consistent and stay with it if that's true. Right. But in terms of visibility, two things actually helped me and like making a video was super scary. Going live Mm -hmm. was not easy for me. So I created my own Facebook group, what was just me. And I went live. I went live in there and just tried it because I thought I have to know what I'm doing. I don't want to, you know, make a fool of myself here. Right. And so it was really easy to practice. And then when I went live in my Facebook groups, it was easy. You know, everybody thought, oh, wow, that's so great. But there are some practice sessions in there. So if that helps you. That's awesome. That's an awesome idea. Yeah. Get comfortable with video. That's a great way to do it. And the second thing is kind of a little bit of a mindset thing. Uh, One of the people I interviewed on my podcast said, you know, I struggle with visibility. And what someone told me, and I thought it was brilliant, is how can you have a party if you don't invite anyone? And it really got me thinking about how can I have someone want to work with me if I'm not putting what I'm doing out there? Like, what am I serving for dinner? What are the services I offer? Like, I'm not telling people about that. How are they going to know that they might be somebody that is great for me to work with and they don't know anything about me? So it really did help me think about, you know, those moments where I may not want to put something out there or it's a little new for me and there's some doubts in my head about doing it. I'll say, you know, this is your responsibility now. You have this Mm -hmm. huge mission to create visibility for other people and help them do it. You also have to do it for yourself. And that may mean it's uncomfortable and that's okay because it may be brilliant. Maybe people love it, but they don't know about it. How are they mm-hmm. going to ever try it? So I sometimes have to give myself a little pep talk, to be honest with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as easy for me. I'm a more introverted person in general. And so trying to do things that ease me into it a little bit uh, helps me. And mm-hmm. it just allows me to, to put out great content and allows me to try things that maybe were very scary for me five years ago. And, and it's gotten easier. Yeah, it does get easier. So I can totally relate to, you know, I know you well enough to know that you're an introvert. I'm an introvert uh, as well. And, you know, in terms of my own visibility, I've been blogging for forever. I have been doing social content like forever, but I realized that there's a missing piece to my visibility and that was connecting with other people. I had to get out from behind my computer (laughs) and get out there and start meeting people. It's scary. So just talk to me a little bit about how have you, like what tips have you used to kind of overcome introversion and getting out there with your visibility as an introvert? Hmm. You know, the, the thing that I struggled with as an introvert is when it's large groups. So large groups, networking events, I wrote about them in the book, how I would, you know, go hide in the bathroom for a little while before I had to go into that room of all those people because it was overwhelming for me. Uh, But what I realized through that experience and even, you know, in the world I'm in now is 
if I can just have a one-on-one conversation with people, I just go into curiosity mode. Mm-hmm. I literally will just go into, tell me about your situation. Tell me about how you got here. Uh, because people want to talk about themselves, honestly. Right. And I want to know more about them. Like maybe they could be a good podcast guest for me. Maybe they could be a potential client or maybe they're just somebody that's really great to know, you know, that mm-hmm. I can refer to other people or connect them to other people. So I really try to go into every conversation without pressure. Uh, I think as entrepreneurs, we tend to put pressure on ourselves and say, oh my gosh, I have to get this person to work with me. And all of that, they can feel that. Yes. <laughs> so absolutely. I literally go in with no agenda other than to get to know them, maybe share some things about me. And then in the midst of that, I will usually make a call in, you know, in my own head about, yeah, I think they'd be a good podcast guest. I think they'd be somebody I could connect to somebody I'd like, and I'll just share that with them. Like, Hey, are you open? Mm -hmm. I'd love to, you know, connect you to somebody I think you'd be great for. And people are doing that for me too. So the more people you get to know, obviously your network is growing all the time and it's, it's never a bad thing. Right. Yes. I had that same experience. I reached out to someone that I've been following on LinkedIn for a while. She was a sleep coach. Mm. And as a fellow insomniac, sometimes I was like, oh, this is so good. This, she would be a great podcast guest, um, you know, because entrepreneurs, they struggle with uh, insomnia. Mm-hmm. We get stressed. And I thought this should be great. And, you know, Thankfully, she, you know, decided to have a call with me and we got to talking about this. She's telling me about PodMatch. She's telling me about other podcasts to listen to. I mean, it was a great conversation, even though she told me my coach said I can't be on any podcast unless it's in the top 10 percent of podcasts. So she declined me. Which that gives me an incentive to become in the top (laughs) top 10%. Right, right. You just got to get there. Yeah, but it was such a great conversation. Um, And so you're right. You can't go into every single conversation, every single interaction that you have with someone as I want to make this person a client or this is the goal that I want with this person because you never know what's going to come out of it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it just takes all the pressure off. You just have a better conversation. Yes. And so that took me a while. I mean, in the beginning, of course, I was, you know, trying to get clients. So, you know, I probably showed some of that. But I think over time, you know, you also learn and grow as, you know, someone who has their own business and you you realize not everybody is a great fit for you either. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I've tried to think about, you know, some of the people I'm talking to, they're auditioning for me just as much as I'm auditioning for them. And so Absolutely. we have to be a good fit for each other. Otherwise, it's not going to work anyway. Absolutely. Agreed. So another thing I want to talk about with uh, visibility is I think that some people probably struggle with not wanting to brag or like shine a light on themselves because they view it as bragging. Mm-hmm. How can you be visible, be confident out there and be known as a thought leader without bragging or feeling like you're bragging. Yes, this was definitely a challenge for me. Uh, it's it's all in the book because I didn't want to be visible at craft because I felt like that was bragging. And that mm-hmm. was kind of my role models at that time. I only saw people who bragged and they got rewarded for it. And I just didn't feel good to me. So that's why it took me a while to figure out how to do this in a way that worked 
authentically for me. But I guess I want you guys to think about a couple of things. Um, one is you're just sharing information. You're just mm -hmm. sharing information about what you're doing. So no different than I would share with Lori about something I'm doing or my neighbor. I'm just sharing information. But you find ways to strategically put it into conversations. So, you know, if I was going to say, you know, I have this new product that I'm putting together, this new service that I'm putting together, it's going to be so great. I'm so excited about it. Well, who's not going to ask me more about it when I say it mm -hmm. that way, right? right? But I'm not bragging about it. I'm just sharing something I'm excited about. And I think when we, we try to put these parameters around it, that it has to be a certain way and we have to say it a certain way and do it a certain time. I just try to think of ways that I can talk about the things that are maybe going to be meaningful for someone else to be a part of. And the more you can do that, you get to a place where it's very comfortable to do that. To, you know, it's no different. Uh, when I was a coach uh, learning stuff in the coach classes, it was, hey, when a waiter comes up to you and asks you if you want dessert, He's not forcing dessert upon you. He's just saying, right. would you like dessert? You're doing the same thing. Would you like to hear more about this product? Would you like to hear more about coaching? Would you like to hear more about this service? So if you approach it that way, it's very different than I think a lot of people consider, you know, I, maybe people consider it like sales can be scary and sales mm -hmm. are pushy and that definitely wasn't me either. And so right. I've, I had a story for a really long time that I'm not good at sales okay, all evidence to the contrary now, right? But it's it's the story I told myself. It wasn't the truth. So mm -hmm. check in on the stories that you might say to yourself that keep you from talking about the things that you're doing. If you have a story that I'm bragging, well, then you're going to hold yourself back from talking about those things because right. of that. So right. those are, you know, it's hard to know that until someone may say, hey, <laughs> I think you're great at sales. Oh, you do? Oh, I had no idea. You know, it's hard to see that we have blind spots and right. someone right. may need to help us with that. But that's, that was part of my journey was to learn all of those things and recognize that you can talk about things and you're just making an offer. And if they want to be a part of it, great. And if they don't, that's okay too. There's right. what, seven or 8 billion people in the world. So yeah. there's someone out there for you. Right. I, I, one of the things that I, I like to tell clients and, and I even tell myself is you are selling a solution or a transformation to somebody. Someone has a particular problem or a particular need that they need a solution for, and you may or may not be the solution. So why not approach it from that mindset of this is, I just have a solution for you that may or may not work for you. Right. right. It's I'm not selling you something I am off. It's like to me, it's a spirit of giving. Like, I don't know. I just feel like in this world, everybody has like these unique talents and these unique services and unique offers that they can offer to one another. Yeah. And sometimes we need it and sometimes we don't. Right. You know, if I hire a house cleaner, like she has a unique service that that I need I the the convenience that you know taking taking time uh, so that I don't have to do that myself right not everybody is going to be interested in that service but that doesn't mean that her service is is not valid or it doesn't mean that she shouldn't be excited about the fact that she helps people like clean their house so that 
you know, they don't have to, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's one other side to this that I think might be helpful to people. It's definitely been helpful to me is that I think sometimes we are afraid to put something out there because we don't know if it's good enough. And when you don't feel like it's good enough, the doubts, you know, just come a running into your brain and just say, oh, stop, you don't want to do this. It's too scary. But if you truly believe in your product or your service and you talk about it in the way I just talked about that earlier, you know, excited and I'm passionate about it and I I can see the benefits it's going to bring to you. Yeah, I really try to operate in possibilities and I try to paint that picture for people. Like, what if you did this and you got, you know, blah, blah, blah promotion or you got five more clients, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. they need to know that somebody believes in them and they need to know that you believe so much in what you're selling, whether that's your service or your product, that they kind of can feel that, right? If I just said, you know, I have this product, it's, it's okay. You know, I don't know if you'd like it or not, but you know, maybe... Well, who's going to be wanting to buy that from me? I don't sound too excited about it. Why would they get excited about it? So right, right. there is a part of that that I think, you know, you have to fall in love with what you're selling a little bit mm-hmm. too to, to have do, that come have through. To believe, you do have to believe in it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yes. And I think kind of like you said, um, one of the things I, I read a blog uh, by someone, I think her name was Becca. And it was about imposter syndrome. And, you know, as I was going into this podcast, of course, like all kinds of (laughs) imposter syndrome showed up. Like, what the hell do you think you're doing, Lori? Like, why is anybody going to listen to you? You know, blah, 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 blah. Right. So, of course, it, you know, piqued my interest. I saw the uh, I saw this uh, article that she wrote. And what she talked about was oftentimes it's not really imposter syndrome it's sh- that's showing up. It's really inexperience. Yep. And I thought, huh, that's very interesting because when we are first starting out with something, so when you're first starting out to master visibility and it's something that's new to you, of course, like all kinds of imposter syndrome is going to show up, right? Mm-hmm. And until you become familiar with it and, and you start mastering it and start seeing, okay, it's not so bad. It's, it's, this isn't so bad. This isn't so scary. Then that imposter syndrome tends to kind of melt away until you start something new, a new kind of visibility or a next level visibility, then it's going to show up again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it hates action. You know, imposter syndrome hates action. Mm -hmm. And so if you can try to find ways to even take small steps of action, you know, I felt much the same when I started my podcast. I don't know, even though I had everything ready to go and it was just literally getting it across the finish line, it still felt scary. Like, I don't know. I haven't interviewed people in a really long time. Is this going to work? What am I going to say on my own, you know, solo podcast? It's definitely it takes some time, but I, I like to think of them as experiments mm-hmm. and the experiment may work and the experiment may not work, but maybe I learned something from it to do something sure. different. And I have had plenty of those. Uh, and I think it's just being okay with knowing that it's not going to be perfect. And so I really try to operate with imperfect action now as mm-hmm. a, I call myself a former perfectionist. I think there's definitely mm-hmm. some tendencies in there still. Uh, yes. <laughs> I remember one time I put a blog out and I said, Lori, you've got to pull it back. I think I have a typo in there. <laughs> You're like, 
oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, nobody probably would notice that type. And it was so long ago, but I remember that moment of, I can't put this out there. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. But now I've definitely let that go. So right. I think it's important that you try things. Don't be afraid to try things, but also know it's not going to be perfect and that's okay. Right. We have a, we have a saying uh, on our team and if, if like a mistake happens, I mean, trust me, we strive for excellence. And so we try really hard for everything to go out, you know, darn near perfect uh, Mm -hmm. if we can, but once in a while we're human, we make mistakes and, you know, instead of beating ourselves up about it, like, oh my God, how could we do that? It's like, no babies or small puppies died. It's okay. <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> yeah. So yes. like that's, it's, it's not earth shattering. Yes. yes. It, there was a typo, you know, <laughs> whatever, like no babies or okay. uh, puppies died. So we're, yes. we're good. We're good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We used to say that at craft, even like my old boss used to say, uh, we're making food here. People we're doing it stuff here. You know, we're not holding preemie babies in the hospital. Right. Which is right. A, a huge stressing job there. And right. Exactly. So, you know, I think it is about perspective, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be perfect, but as long as you're taking action, it helps you kind of push that imposter syndrome and those feelings of doubt into the background. Right. So walk me through, let's say a, a client wants to, to work with you and they want to increase their visibility. What does it look like to work with you? Like, what do you guys kind of work on? Like, where do you start? And, you know, just tell me a little bit about your process. Just at the beginning. Uh, yeah, I usually try to understand what's happened for them so far. You know, sometimes it's a, I had my performance review, it didn't go well. Or mm-hmm. I've been trying for three years to get promoted and nothing's happening. So mm-hmm. I really try to understand like what the current state is of where they are. A lot of times I'll do a Hogan assessment on them. Hogan, I found mm-hmm. has been very helpful because it looks at not only how you see yourself, but how others might see you. And once you know how others potentially could see you, it's not perfect, right? We're not asking anyone else, mm-hmm. but it gives you something to explore and say, maybe this is holding me back. And so trying to understand what the blind spots might be, trying to understand what could be holding them back. Uh, What's interesting to me is over the last, I don't know, two to three years, I've started to recognize it's about the things that they're saying to themselves and then what Mm -hmm. they're saying to others. So if they're saying in their head, you know, I'm not smart enough for this, I'm not good enough for this. Well, that's coming out in their language to other people and how they show up. So I've spent a lot of time like helping them understand personal brand, I spend time listening to them talk and trying to call out for them where they're using language that's maybe not as supportive of themselves and that other people are feeling that and probably don't see them as confident then. Mm -hmm. And so those are things that we start to work on. Then over time, you know, we just continue to push different ways of taking actions towards visibility. I don't want them to feel you know, like they're going into the ocean immediately, right? I try to take baby steps with them and let's come up with three actions that you're going to focus on. We try to really help them see who they can be and mm-hmm. really focus on that person, you know, like what their personal okay. brand is, what they want to be known for, what do they want people to say about them? And then we, we focus on that because that's what is going to take them there. Yeah. So say just a little bit more about personal brand. Because, you know, this podcast is most of the people listening here are coaches, right? And Mm -hmm. 
every coach out there should have a personal brand. Mm -hmm. What goes into that personal brand? Like what makes up your personal brand? I mean, I think it's how people see you, uh, some of the strengths that you have, your values. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I do a personal brand class and, you know, I think there's two different perspectives. One is how you see yourself first. And then one is how you present yourself to the outside world and what you want people to say about you. And I think a lot of people will tend to make their personal brand very career focused or very business focused. It's only about this. But what we're trying to do is build an emotional connection with someone else. Mm -hmm. So I'll even say, you know, tell me about other things. Like, are you someone who travels? Are you someone who, you know, does something, you know, you're a workout maniac, right? You're a wine person. Maybe you're a sommelier, whatever that is. Try to let people get to know you as a person just as much as they're getting to know your business or, you know, if you're coached, like what the kind of coaching that you're doing. I think there's a, somehow people fear that and they don't mm -hmm. want to include that piece. And to me, that is what makes a difference. What I talk to people in the class about is I want people to read these two or three statements and know who you are without even meeting you. Mm -hmm. That is how, like, you have to be very specific with your words, but that's the goal. Right. And if you can do that, what's fascinating is in the class, I'll have people read each other's and they'll read them out loud. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's totally you. But it takes them some time to get there because our comfort zone is to stay small when you're doing mm -hmm. something like this. It feels scary. Yes. And so I try to push them to think about a bigger way of saying that. What if you think about this or what if this, or I'll say, is that that person right now? And they're like, yep. I'm like, okay, then it's not big enough. It's not big okay. enough. So I like that, like making your brand not only personable, but big enough, mm -hmm. like not so that you're not playing small. Yeah, because you're only going to grow as much as, you know, you're trying to be bigger. If mm -hmm. you have a small, I kind of think about it as small thoughts make a small business, right? Big thoughts, big goals make a big business. And you right. have to push yourself out of your comfort zone to get there. And even, you know, a leader in a company has the same thing. If you want to get promoted, you have to think about what does that mean? Where do you want to go? How far? Mm -hmm. And most people use words that are smaller, because it's mm. safer. Right. And I don't even have to meet them. And I can tell when they read it to me, if they're playing too small, I can just tell. Right. right. So I'll, I'll just ask people at the table. <laughs> I did an event at a company and I said, everyone at that table, is that who she is already? They're like, yep. I said, okay, got to go back to the drawing board. I need some bigger words from you. And they all walked away like, oh my gosh. Like I right. never thought about it this way. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to help people see the importance of it from a visibility angle, but just also who they want to be and how they want to show up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Any like final like words of wisdom that you would want to share that you feel like we haven't covered on mm -hmm. visibility and mastering your visibility? I think the, the best thing I can say to people is that this is a, this is a journey mm. and it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Okay. Uh, I have, I've definitely felt that, you know, I've had this company now for seven years mm. and, you know, I try to not compare because some people are ahead of me. Some people are behind me and that's okay. 
Um, I just try to trust my intuition about what I think is the right thing to do next and have conversations with people. And I guess I want you guys to feel that that's something you can do too. There's no, there's no right answer. You know, it's whatever success means to you and how you define it. And I, I, it's taken me a while to get away from that because being in corporate, you have a certain, like a financial number or a certain level in an organization. Right. And those things were things that were ingrained in me for a really long time. So just mm -hmm. this year alone has been about slowing down, has been about being open to what shows up, focusing on gratefulness, focusing on everything that I can do to help people in the best way. And and just sharing value. That's, that's really what I focus on now. So it took me a little time to get there. And I know that may be true for all of your listeners. Uh, right. But I think it definitely, it feels so much better. It's not yes. the rat race of running around and being busy all the time. Because that right. just burns you out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. Visibility is a marathon. <laughs> and it's so true. Visibility is. is a marathon. Like, it like is. it is. It's not a sprint. Um, and it's a marathon, it's a marathon up and down hills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, there's right? not a straight path for sure. No, I definitely <laughs> had my ups and downs and, uh, it doesn't end. So there's right. no, there's no finish line to cross, but just know that the more you learn, you're learning every day. So just incorporate right. those learnings and trust that you're going to do the right things for yourself and, and your business. And enjoy it. And yes. enjoy it. Right. Yes, for sure. A hundred percent. Okay, so now I just want to ask one final question, and then I will we will let the listeners know how they can uh, like reach out to you or uh, get get access to your free little uh, chapter of your book. Mm -hmm. But because um, I like to make this fun, tell me <laughs> a book, a podcast, or a show that you are binging right now. Wow. Uh, you know, I was trying to think about this. I have two different things I was thinking about. So uh, I just finished this book about all about gratefulness, which has been amazing uh, because okay. I really wanted to focus on that this year. It's called Magic uh, by Rhonda Barnes. So some people may have heard The Secret. She wrote okay. Magic. Okay. But the mm -hmm. entire book is about gratefulness and every day you do a different thing and it really forces you to think about gratefulness in a bigger way. Uh, okay. But from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I listen to the Kelly Roach show a lot mm -hmm. uh, because she is very good at sharing information, what's happening in her businesses. Uh, she doesn't mince words. And I think everybody needs to know that the truth, right, about what's mm -hmm. really happening. So I learned a lot from from her podcast and what she shares and uh, try to incorporate where I can in what I'm doing. So. Hopefully those are awesome. some good ideas. Good. Okay. So magic and the Kelly Roach show. Yeah. I will uh, add those to my list for sure. Perfect. So if you are wanting Sue's help for uh, your own visibility, you can go to her website at www.susanmbarber.com. You can also look her up on LinkedIn at Susan M. Barber and on her website, you can it's kind of off to the uh off to the uh, right hand side you can uh download the first chapter of her book the visibility uh factor yes great book if you're working on your visibility uh this year uh if you also want to listen to another podcast you can listen to uh <laughs> yes. the visibility factor right yeah, so yeah. we talk about uh, anything these... else that you want to add to that of where people can find you or 
No, you've, you've highlighted the places where I hang out the most for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you, um, on my website, you can sign up for my blog. So that comes out every week, uh, if you're interested in receiving that and, uh, yeah, you can go and download the chapter. There's also a summary on that same page if you want a summary of the book. So you're more than welcome to download that just to get a sense of what I talk about. It's filled with stories of my personal world, my professional world and clients, and it helps you write your own visibility plan. And so I like it to be a guide for people to refer back to should they need more visibility in the future. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sue, for being here. And you definitely made the second episode and the first uh, interview episode like a total pleasure. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It's wonderful yeah. to be here. That's a wrap on today's episode. Thanks for listening to the Boosting Business Breakthroughs podcast. Want to hear more business breakthrough ideas? I'll be back next week with a new episode to help you grow your coaching business. If you enjoyed listening, make sure you subscribe, leave us a rating, and tell all your coach friends where to find us. Head over to boostingbusinessbreakthroughs.com to learn more. Thanks for listening, and remember, your next business breakthrough is waiting for you.